You ready? Yeah. All right. Peace and love. What's going on, Zach? What's going on, Vince? How you been? <laughs> I've been pretty good, my friend. Pretty good. Not yeah. too bad. What's going on with you? Like the holidays treat you all right? Yeah, they're all right. They always treat me all right. Right. Not too bad. Can't complain, you know? Right. Right, man. That's pretty much what we're going to be talking about today is is, is the holidays and the food that goes along with it. Yeah. That's true. Well, first, uh, I think we should introduce our podcast. Welcome to Two Cooks Without a Kitchen. I'm Vince. This is Zach. <laughs> Welcome to Two Cooks Without a Kitchen. Uh, Two Cooks Without a Kitchen is a podcast about food and the culture that surrounds it, from the people who come together to consume it to the people who come together to cook it, and uh, all from a cook's perspective and a point of view. And uh, anything that entails art, music, uh, art, and all any literature, anything that piques our interest, even politics. And, uh, mm-hmm. but you know, today, this week's focus or this episode's focus is going to be, uh, holiday feasts or holiday I don't know so much about um, feasts, just like holiday cooking and uh, everything yeah. that entails. Uh, is well, that, I mean, yeah, why? So what we have, what we we just gotten through what Halloween. Well, Halloween we never really like we do really do anything except candy and and like sweets and stuff. And then and then what we go into Dia de Muertos, and that's more of like cooking for for loved ones who are gone. Right. And you know, uh, tell us a little bit about Dia de los Muertos. Um, I don't know, uh, for any of our listeners that don't know, and uh, they might just associate Dia de los Muertos with uh, <laughs> the movie Coco, or the cool, or the, or, well, you know, or the or the sugar, uh, or the sugar skulls, or what have you not, I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's remembering the family members that are gone, uh, what the, the whole premise of it is, is the one night where they can actually return to the realm of the living and and be with their family members and that's why in the culture uh or the hispanic culture they do a shrine and as as we know in coco the only way for them to get across the bridge is for you to put their picture up and remember them right because once they're in with our the- heart they will never fade you know that's a pretty cool that's a good uh that's a good summarization i mean it's the gist of what, uh, you know, Dia de los Muertos is, and Coco did a pretty good, a pretty good uh, job of doing it. You know, making it fun. Yeah. You know as well. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah, I cried at the end of that movie. Having fond memories of love of of loved ones who have passed on, you know, is uh, right. it can be bittersweet, but you know, you can't have a. Uh, Good times without bitter moments, you know, and uh, yeah. sometimes the holidays are like that. But you know, mm-hmm. let's right. let's keep it right. on a lighter but there's note. More good ones than bad ones. That if is for sure. Goes wrong. That is for sure. Like Thanksgiving is 
I think one of the more hectic like holidays. Right. Like I agree. What's the song? Right, because what one you're 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 cooking like what twenty different dishes for well for us it was it's like you're cooking for thirty to forty people. Well the well let me let me just say this to our listeners. Zach is not your <laughs> how can I say how should I say this or how should I word this? He's not your typical <laughs> he doesn't conform to making a, a handful of dishes for nope. ten people. He wants he wants to cook for the whole neighborhood and then some. And uh yeah. ends up having a lot well, of I, I basically do I basically do like two Thanksgivings. I do a normal Thanksgiving with my family. And then I usually do a Friendsgiving with my friends. All right. Uh, and so that that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, you 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 really go out all on the, on the Friendsgiving slash Thanksgiving. You really go all out. Um, oh yeah. And you you know I have to say, we uh, we'll touch up on it later. But Zach, even for for Christmas and New Year's, he'll make. Uh, He'll make cookie baskets and he'll send them out and give them out to all, all his friends. Yeah, you know your. Well, yeah, it's easier than having to like pick a present. For me, it's easier than having to pick a present or find something you actually want. Where with baked goods and all that other stuff during Christmas, it's just easier to 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 give them something that I made and uh, and I put my love into it and, and give it out to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And uh, to be fair, uh, it's pretty pretty safe. To be fair, that's a to be fair. If you don't know, that's uh, Letter Kenny. Go ahead and check it out on Hulu. It's pretty funny stuff. And uh, <laughs> um, you know, some of those uh, little snack baskets you make—they're pretty tasty. And those. Especially oh, your salt, salt and caramel, salted caramel cookies. Man, that's good stuff. Oh, uh, well, yeah. Salted caramel cookies, <clears throat> peanut brittle, uh, chocolate-covered cookies, chocolate-covered mice. There was one time in, like, high school. Uh, so all the girls, we were having a cast party, and all the girls came up to me and asked me what I was going to make because no one, nobody wanted to <laughs> Get shown up for whatever I did, and and two, they always wanted to know what I was gonna make, and so so I decided to do just a mound of chocolate. Like I did chocolate chip cookies, I did chocolate covered uh, chocolate covered mice. I I did everything with chocolate. Uh, it was a mountain of chocolate when I took to the cast party. Wow, uh, it was fun. That is nuts. That yeah. is crazy. But anyways, let's uh let's divert back to that. Uh, we'll jump right back into the cookie making and all the snacks and the snacks that you make and hand let's out. Let's go back to Thanksgiving. What do you what, what, what all right, so like I wanna talk about turkey and Thanksgiving. Like uh what kind of, like how do you do your turkey? What is the perfect turkey to you? I wanna know. Alright, man. That's uh that's a touchy subject for a lot of folks. You know, I don't, not for me. I mean, I'll be honest. Uh, if 
if I have the choice of, you know, you can make a regular old, ba you know, roasted turkey, you know, some butter, some thyme, some or a roast, rosemary, what have you not, and just baste and cook it in the oven, leave it uncovered so you can have that nice crispy skin, and, uh, you know, some people cover it, you know, for a certain amount of time, and, you know, when it comes time to uncover it, uncovering it, they're afraid that it's going to burn, you know, they're afraid of a crispy skin, and it gives us gold. Yeah, it gives it a golden not color. Right. What's it called? Like I found, like I think I found the best way to do a turkey is to brine it, smoke it a little bit, just a little, like a hint of smoke, and then fry it. You know, it'll, it'll be the juiciest, the <laughs> best turkey you've ever eaten. Zach, now let's uh, let me ask yeah. you a question. What about what about for the, you know, the cook that isn't as experienced, that can't smoke and can't fry, you know, what then? You know, you can't right. expect I somebody mean, that has, that's never. <clears throat> what if the sure. smoker isn't accessible? Maybe we should just take it easy and baby steps or, or maybe we should, mm. they should think about getting a smoker and, you know. Yeah. I, I think if more people tried to smoke, because, I mean, when I started smoking, uh, like, I barely knew anything. It's, it's what I learned in school, uh, and it, it really is just learning to maintain a fire. Right. Well, maintain, the, You're maintaining a temperature, and then you're also maintaining the smoke. Right. You know, but you. So, in all fairness... Smoking is a time-consuming and very demanding uh, thing to do. Yeah, but like with with doing the turkey, you like I really I only smoked it for like three four hours before I fried it, and since it was pre-cooked, it it cooked real fast in the fryer. <laughs> so it spent like twenty minutes in the fryer because it already had started cooking with the smoking. Heard that. Well, um. For me, you know, I don't really necessarily get fancy with the turkey. I, I just uh, put it in the old oven, baste it, and uh, I got to, mm -hmm. I don't stuff my bird. Uh, some people do, and there's nothing wrong yeah. with it. I mean, if you want to well, stuff. I mean, I used to, before, before when, like, I mean, before I had a smoker and started frying things, like, I would, I would do the oven method and same thing. But I'd brine mine first. I'd always brine my turkey. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'll be honest. I've never had an issue with not brining a turkey and it not coming out under season. Um, mm -hmm. I've always seasoned it fairly decent. Uh, I go a little heavy on the seasoning for the same reason. It's just my refrigerator's full of stuff, and sometimes I don't have the room to brine it. I'll be honest. You know, and yeah. sometimes I don't want to get my ice chest dirty, full of, you know, brine and raw turkey, and then you have to clean it out, and sometimes it's not worth the hassle for me. And uh, plus, I like to, I like to be a little bit more traditional with the, with the good old turkey, and, uh, but, yeah. you know, I don't, I will, ne I would never say no to smoked turkey or fried turkey which i've had both and i think that's fantastic um yeah but together it's even better well i'm sure 
I'm sure. You're basic. I mean, you're basically, you, you know, giving the turkey a good heavy, sm a good heavy smoke, or, you know, and then you're just finished doing the finishing touch-ups in the fryer. So it's. It's a, it's yeah, a, and it gets that nice crispy skin. Yeah, mm. it's a good method. Um, but in all fairness, in all to in all honesty, um, I prefer, you know, the sides really more than the actual mm. turkey. And uh, I mm. mean, that's the truth. Well, what are what are your usual sides that you make? You know, uh, ever well, you can't, you can never go wrong with like stuffing, you know. The regular, right. the right. regular. All right, there's always that issue about, like, either cornbread stuffing or regular stuffing. You know what? Or do you do a mix of both? I like. That's what I do. I do a mix of both. Like, I mix them together, basically. I like so I have the, a little bread and a little cornbread. I like the regular stuffing. Not saying that I don't love the cornbread. Let me, fi let, let me finish my thought, because I can see the look on your face, and you're ready to, like, chomp at the bit. <laughs> Give me one second. <laughs> so... I like regular corn. I write. I like regular stuffing simply because I've had more of it, and it's always what I expect, and it's consistent and it's delicious. Cornbread. Also, with the cornbread, it tends to be a little bit more soggy because uh, some. Well, when I do my stuffing with bread, you know, I usually give it a really, really good solid toast before, mm -hmm. and, and it ho it's not as. Uh, mushy but yeah. maybe maybe i've tried maybe i'm i haven't been i've been doing it wrong i've had it from a, a handful of people the cornbread stuffing and it's delicious yeah. it, and equally it was all sort of like the softer in texture which i enjoyed and uh mm -hmm. I, the flavor was great i just prefer traditional but if you yeah. serve it on my if you you know serve both of them on my plate i'm gonna eat them all you know I'm going to eat everything that you put on my plate that's a side, you know. I, yeah. I won't say no to... I'm saying, like, if you do a little mix, you get that crunchiness from the bread and then the, the softness from the corn. And it really works. Do you, do you like sausage in your stuffing? I do. Yeah, I do. I've had cornbread stuffing with sausage. It is so good. That that I will, I'll you know, I'll, I'll, give, I'll concede to that, that that's what, you know, that's delicious. That's delicious. Mm -hmm. um, right, and you make it with chicken stock, right? You do chicken stock correct. and a little egg. Yes, sir. That is correct. And then, what? Well, and poultry seasoning and, uh, what, bell pepper, celery, garlic, onion. Yeah, the basic stuff that works, man. And, you know, I think with yeah. any cooking, like, you stick with the trinities, you know, and it ha and. You know, and the bouquet garni or whatever you want to call it, which is the basic herbs, yeah. you know, and you can't go miss with that. There's a reason they're, they're in every, there's a trinity in every style of cooking, you know, whether it's mm -hmm. Asian, French, Italian, you know, uh, Middle Eastern. There's always, a, you know, even Mexican cuisine and North American cuisine, there's always a trinity of some some sort in some way, shape or form. We all have different, mm -hmm. tr the trinities differ a little bit, but it's always yeah. garlic, onions, you know. It's always some yeah. sort of that variation or bell pepper or chilies, you know, mm -hmm. and it doesn't go amiss. Yeah. Or ginger or green onions, like, yeah. Uh, 
right. So mashed potato. Are you like, what kind of ma- like when it comes to mashed potatoes? Like I do a weirder kind of version where I take sweet potatoes and regular potatoes and I mix them together with garlic. And then I add a little Parmesan and I usually like bake that again after I mash them. Right. And I do a garlic Parmesan mash, but it's sweet potato and potato. Huh. It's really good. It's actually my favorite. Somehow that to doesn't do where I have mashed potatoes. Somehow that doesn't surprise me coming from you. Um but yeah. you know. Uh I've tried some of your some of your concoctions or not concoctions, some of your takes on certain things, and I like them. And I don't see why I wouldn't like the the sweet potato and mashed potato. I could, I could see, I could see me liking it, to be honest. And so, you know that it's always good to change it up, especially, you know. But you you do that a lot because I think you're trying to always find a find a way to get feedback from other from from friends and family right to be able to hey if it works here maybe then it works and if not then they're gonna eat it anyways you know what i mean yeah so it works out it works it works out well i mean even if like like uh what so one of my favorite dishes my grandma always would make at thanksgiving was hash brown casserole and i love it and it's real simple it's a square hash brown uh like sour cream uh can of mushroom soup uh cheese uh green onion garlic and uh yeah you mix that all up and bake it right put on. a little paprika on top um, so i me being the <laughs> the culinary person i decided to take it and go gratin style with it of so course now yeah so now, like I layer all the all the stuff you put into it, and I make a uh, I make a uh, sour cream and heavy cream uh, sauce that I drizzle on top once I finish doing all the layers. And oh man, it's so good. I bet. You know, um, I heard somebody tell me once about a a corn casserole, and uh, you know, I didn't know how I felt about it. You know, but, mm-hmm. you know, they they were like, well, it has Rotel. And I was like, okay. He's like, but you know what? I ch- I, I do my own onions. I d-. He's like, I don't necessarily use the canned stuff. He's like, I have the onions. I have the garlic. I have the chili. You know, I do all that. I have the tomato. I chop it all up, you know, and uh, do a little cream cheese, a little milk, and a little more, a uh, little cheddar, and mix up and makes it basically makes his own cheese sauce and then you know it, a little bit of bacon a little bit of chopped bacon and and it is it, it's delicious I'll, uh, I'll say that much i was surprised pleasantly surprised to well i knew i knew the combination was going to be good i just didn't expect it just took me by surprise if that makes any sense when i when i had uh-huh. it i wasn't expecting it it was it was it was good, it was real good, and uh, you know, uh, as you well know, I, I've been spending some time in uh, in Louisiana the last couple of months, and uh, <clears throat> you know they they talk about doing uh, Cajun turkey, you know, 
doing a Cajun rub and, uh, you know, you know, Cajun, uh, brine and all that good stuff. And they oh, yeah. don't, and the stuffing, you know, uh, they stuff it with boudin. And I was kind of a little mind blown by that. And, uh, it was like you put boudin in your turkey and like hey man i was like don't knock it till you try it so all right and you know i love boudin so Mm -hmm. boudin and turkey why not and it's you know it comes all back to you know being a certain part of the country where the culture is different and uh shit when in rome you know you you got to take a swing at it and and have a try have at it right I mean, that's well, not... For one, for one Friendsgiving, I did a turducken. You know. But I went I went overboard with it and added quail to it. Of course so you did. Four... I, I remember you told me that. I remember you told me that. Hell yeah. Dude, it was good, too. You know. We, well, we were deboning it. Uh, we were talking about deboning it. Well, we were learning to butcher it. Right. So uh, my teacher was very interested in helping us, so he... He actually deboned the quail for us, and then we, me and my other friends, we deboned the duck and the turkey and the chicken. Cool, cool. That's yeah, man. Yeah. It, it, it's always about trying something a little bit different, and you know, sometimes it feels like you're taking a big risk. And listen, if that's the case, take a risk. People are gonna show up. Family and friends are gonna show up. They're gonna eat it. You know, they're right. going to eat. They're, they're, they might make a little food. Hey, try it out. If you don't want it, if you don't want it, that's okay. More for, more, more for me. That's the mentality that you right. should have. And, you know, if they're coming over to eat your cooking, then shoot. They shouldn't complain. They shouldn't complain because you're trying to try something different. And there's nothing wrong with that. So we want to encourage you to shake it up a little bit and take... Uh, Take initiative and shake up, shake it up and uh, dress your turkey any way you want. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily, you don't have to necessarily stuff it with the traditional stuff or the boudin or, or anything for that matter. Whatever you feel comfortable with, you know, push the boundaries, make make something different. You know, if you've only made traditional cornbread, uh, cornbread dressing, try the regular stuff and people love it. You know, people love that stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, it just, you want to, everybody hates cranberry sauce. Go buy some cranberries. Make make a cranberry, make a cranberry sauce yourself. It'll change your perspective about cranberry sauce in general. You put a little time oh, to it. I, 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 enjoy, I enjoy the can. Hey, like, man, you're preaching jelly. to the choir, Zach. You're preaching to the choir. <laughs> I love the canned stuff, man. I love that shit, you know. Yeah. Call me ghetto, call me broke. It's okay. I'm, I'm okay say, with that. I'm gonna have my canned cranberry sauce. You can go eat a dick if you want. <laughs> well, well, we're not supposed to say that, but yeah, all right. Either way, you know. Yeah. I agree with what you just said. You know, and it all comes back. Hey, you're coming to my house to eat. You yeah. know, don't, don't uh, knock what I'm cooking or what I'm going to serve. And if you don't... Well, I mean, what? Sometimes, sometimes I even do, like, root vegetables. I really love root vegetables and balsamic. Just roasted root vegetables. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You have to keep the beef separate. 
you know, people, your guests, your family and friends, something new. The proper. Just make it properly. Make it correct. And if you don't know, ask. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, ask away. Man, now the, the resources are endless on how to do that kind of stuff and where to find that information. Just simply because of the internet. I mean... Yeah. You can you can go on the internet and Google how to roast a duck or how to season or how to brine a duck for those that you don't that don't know how to do it. I mean there's video tutorials and what have you not. And you know, to be honest, this is why we do this podcast to be able to inform and educate our listeners and people that are interested in food and uh food and wanna acquire food knowledge, you know, via different uh uh different avenue as opposed to like googling stuff and videos and stuff and i i um i like listening to podcasts myself i listen to a handful of them and uh you know i like informative podcasts and i think that's why you and i get a, we we have so much fun doing these podcasts these episodes because we we keep it focused on it informative information and being informative to our listeners and uh, if you have any questions on anything, holiday cooking or not, uh, you can hit us up at uh, Instagram at Two Cooks Without a Kitchen uh, and our Twitter at Two Cooks Without a Kitchen. And uh, you can find us also on our Facebook page at Two Cooks Without a Kitchen. Or just simply type at Dos Cooks, D-O-S Cooks, and you'll find us there. And you can ask away and like our page and, uh, you know, drop us a comment and, sh- and say hello. But a- anything that you want to say or ask, or you know, we're, we're, you can find us on Instagram, again, or uh, on our Twitter or our Facebook page at two cooks without a kitchen but you know moving on moving it along forward with uh with the more holiday cooking you know the goose the goose aspect of it now and the goose and the duck why do you think besides the fact that you know i i it's not so much let's say it's not the taste they are more expensive they've become more expensive i think Turkey has been mainstreamed a lot. Um, yeah. You can go into any any uh, grocery store at any time of the year and find a turkey. And it used to not be like that. And uh, it's uh, been mainstreamed more and more, you know. So, you know, that that's why finding goose or duck is a little bit more expensive and... Uh, and it's difficult to find, and you have to go to specialty stores or, or place online ordering, and you know that that goes with a whole a whole another ordeal. You know what it is, do you know what you're getting? Is it a reputable vendor? Are you gonna ship correctly? Is it gonna be, is it gonna be cold enough? Is it gonna be properly stored and delivered? All that stuff's important because. If it's expensive and if it's if it's not properly stored or shipped, 
and it'll it'll turn on you and you you know you'll be out that that money you have to have a reputable vendor and uh meet or and uh be able to get good good product i mean most importantly so that you can uh, right. serve good product and cook good product and feed your folks um let's talk about uh let's talk about Side. Let's talk about rolls real quick. <laughs> now, rolls. yes, rolls. Do you like? Now, let's say I know you. You'd probably make your own rolls, but you know. Uh, I have time. Huh? I usually do like a banana, like a monkey bread kind of roll. Right. But or or Hawaiian, like or or if I if I. If already have too many things to do, I'd probably go with, uh, I just buy the Hawaiian rolls. The King Hawaiian rolls? Those are pretty good. Yeah. I, I like those. You can't go wrong with those. Everybody loves them. And they're great for leftover for leftover sandwiches. Just saying. Oh, yeah. That's why. <laughs> it's all about the sandwich. You know, uh, I focus more on the leftover stuff than I really do in the dinner. Uh, you know, on the actual meal itself. I look forward oh, to the dude, leftovers. So like, what I, I had this. We were we were actually doing a uh, event, and I can't believe this guy actually said this. Like, we were doing a turkey sandwich, an open faced turkey sandwich, but it had like mashed potatoes and green bean casserole on it, and turkey and gravy, and we called it a leftover sandwich. Right. And the guy actually is like, I hate leftovers. I can't believe people say I hate leftovers. Everybody loves leftovers. All right. Like, I mean, really, like, it, it means you can eat again and again for at least a week or two. Oh, man. that That's a, that's a little bonkers. I mean, to each their own, you know, you're more than welcome to, to be able to enjoy what it is you enjoy. But, you know, what kind of monster yeah, are you? What kind be, of monster do you have to be? I was at something that, that was, like, he was, he was saying, I don't like leftovers, but, I mean... It wasn't a left. It wasn't leftovers. It was stuff we all made that day. Right. <laughs> but he's calling it a leftover sandwich, so that's why he's like, "Oh, I don't like that." But still, like, dude, it isn't a leftovers. You. But but he'll eat leftover cold pizza from two days before, and he'll eat some crusty oh. old sandwich that's been hardened in his refrigerator. You know, people like that are uncultured swines, and it's okay. There's one. There's there's plenty of but that kind of individuals out there and that's fine you know you just gotta be able to steer clear of them and let them do their own let them do their own thing you know but whatever i mean if you honestly think that you're doing an event and you're doing an open face sandwich you know that and and you call it a leftover sandwich you know there's always going to be some moron that believes that you're giving them actual leftovers and because you know people can be you know people can be like that and it, that that can go one way or the other. Does that make sense? You know, if you want to be yeah. if you want to be a crappy vendor or a crappy, you know, you could do that, serve actual leftovers, or you can be a shitty person and believe that everybody's trying to screw you, you know, and sell you yeah. crappy leftovers when they're really trying to serve you fresh-made stuff that <laughs> that isn't le- leftovers. It's just the name. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Just the name. You know, and That's if you don't like, if you if you don't want that, keep your fucking mouth shut and walk away. 
That's all you have to do. Nobody's asking for your fucking opinion. Shut up and walk away. You know, if you're selling chitlins and I don't like chitlins, I ain't going to tell you you suck because you're serving chitlins. You know, if somebody else likes chitlins or or lengua or menudo, who am I to come and talk shit and be and and be condescending and negative and say that I don't like a I don't like something, you know, shut up and walk away. Go eat something. Go stuff your face with McDonald's. Not that it's, there's anything wrong with McDonald's. Or go just shut up and eat some, eat, eat whatever makes you happy. You know? And I said, we say it at the end of each episode. Stay hungry, be happy, and always be ready to eat. And that just is, yeah. that doesn't just pertain to, like, eating food. That means, you know, stay hungry for at life and, you know, be happy. And always be ready to eat and and. Being ready to eat doesn't always mean just like, hey, I'm eat physically eat. Like you can eat up life, and then take it in and enjoy it. Life is short. If you if you haven't figured that out by now, then you're gonna have a real rude awakening. And shut up, enjoy life, be happy, eat 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 eat, drink and be merry with friends and family. Life is short, you know, and. Uh, once again, if you don't like something, just be quiet and, and mosey on out of there. There ain't nothing wrong with that, you know. Does that make sense? It, it, it's not unreasonable. You know, respect. You don't have to like something. Just respect it because you want people to respect you. Respect. Just keep your mouth shut and be respectful and people will respect you. That's it. That's that's enough with my rant. Okay. That's <laughs> Well, what about pies now? We have to go, we haven't even talked about pies. Oh man, pies, pies. All right, man. I can never ever go wrong with pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin. pumpkin pie. Pum- I I love pumpkin pie. Uh, see, yeah, I, I guess I am a white guy because I I love I love cherry pie and apple pie. I love you know what? I I love I love peach pie. I love Dutch apple pie. I love pick, pecan pie or pecan pie, depending on where you're from and how you say it. Pecan or pecan, it doesn't matter. Uh, I like banana cream, chocolate pie. I like chocolate pie. I like buttermilk pie. Shoot. You really want me to keep going with the pies? I love cheese. any cheesecake pie, any tartlet, and... <laughs> shoot i don't know I, there's everything but if you put a piece of pumpkin pie in front of me i'm gonna I'll, I'll i can eat it just as happily and just as you know i'll enjoy it just as much as i do a cherry pie or a pecan pie apple pie dutch apple uh pineapple pie blueberry pie you know i'll enjoy it equally lemon meringue i'll enjoy any pie uh, you know so I'm pretty open. I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty open, and I embrace mo- mostly all the pies. I mean, I uh, I've yet to try a pie that I didn't like, you know. You know, not saying that I've tried all the all the variations of pies during the holidays, but I've tried like the basic butter stuff. Pie. Yeah, I've butter had buttermilk pie. pie. It's delicious. I like it. Yeah, sweet potato pie. I like, some people don't like sweet potato pie, but they love pumpkin all day. I love sweet potato pie. I love pumpkin pie. I love pecan pie. And I mean, I I sound like a broken record now, you know. 
But I love all that. All over again. I love that. I love that good stuff. It's all good stuff, you know. One time I made a uh, cherry cheese, uh, a cherry cheesecake pie. You can't go wrong with that. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um, What what other kind of this? I mean, what other kind of stuff? What kind of other desserts do you like? I mean. Well, I mean, on Thanksgiving, like, like Thanksgiving, it's usually just pies. You know. It's only like Christmas is more cake and like sweets and stuff like that, and you know, like lots of cookies. Right. You always have to make cookies for Santa. You have to have cookies for Santa, which I mean, yeah. Do you still believe in Santa? Yeah. Do you think he's really out there? He's always he's out there. I never stop believing. He's out there. And uh, you know, there's there's uh, everybody has a different opinion, and you know, again comes back to you don't have anything nice to say or you don't like something just be quiet and and let let people yeah. do, let let people be themselves again i'm not gonna force anything that i believe on you okay. you know yeah right now like well right now like i'm i pretty much just watch nothing but christmas movies i love christmas music long. i love christmas music christmas movies holidays in general they're a very bitter bittersweet yeah, moment for me but I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I I've been humming Christmas music since late October. Late October, and uh, I'm just glad that we're we're coming close and to the holiday season. So I'm excited. I'm excited, and uh, you know, let let the let the merry good times roll. <laughs> um, what else? You know, we didn't talk about. Uh, we didn't talk about green bean casserole. Oh, we forgot about green bean casserole. I don't know. But it's it's like, just... so, I feel sometimes it's real generic nowadays. Yeah. You know. And like, it, what, what is it? It's green beans and uh, what? Mushrooms? Uh, cream of uh, mushroom. Cream of mushroom. And so I, I put, actually put a little cream cheese in mine. Uh-huh. Bacon. So, and then and then the onions, yeah. Sometimes we do bacon. You know, you know, and it's it's a little basic, but I like it. I I, I can't go wrong with that, or or just fucking cor- buttered corn. I can't go wrong with any of that. Does that make sense? Yeah. For me, that's that's a game winner every time. You know, that's no different than saying that saying that me saying. Uh, Green bean casserole is kind of basic, or it's kind of like, eh. It's like saying canned canned uh, cranberry sauce sucks, and it which doesn't. I like it, so you know I stick to I stick to my guns on that. I like green bean casserole, even if it is generic. I love it. You know, it's uh it brings uh it brings good memories. It it makes a uh, makes me think about all my past. Uh, thanksgivings and holidays you know with my family that that i passed on so you know yeah so it holds a sentimental value of sorts and food does that for for a lot of people and for myself included um i don't know um well there's always that green bean casserole what what other what other sides do you think that are traditional or basic that you know, do you think people do? Um, well, I mean, what? Mashed potatoes and gravy is like the 
the king of basic, one right? For everybody. You know, yeah. I mean, who doesn't like mashed potatoes and gravy? You need to, we need to punch somebody yeah. in the throat if they say they don't like that. Did <laughs> 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 I get defensive about my base about my sides? You know, uh, firm believer is eat, take all you want, but eat all you take. That's that's my rule when I cook. Uh, if you want to do you want to pile the plate high? I expect you to clean it all out. That's it. Yeah, right. You know, that there ain't nothing wrong with that. You want to get a little bit at a time, get get up five, six times. I'm cool with that, too. You know, just don't leave anything on your plate. And, you know, it's, we don't want to waste food. <laughs> um, what else? Let's talk about some more desserts. Uh, I'll tell you what. Um, we usually do, we usually do some cheesecakes, but, you know, I, I, I don't think that, I think I don't think oh. I've let it known, but let it be. I've let it known here on the, on the podcast or our episodes that I'm not a great baker. Uh, uh, I enjoy baking. I'm always a little bit hard on myself, uh, so I stay away from cakes and uh, big stuff. Um, but I do enjoy cooking cupcakes for whatever reason. It's uh, makes more sense to cook uh, smaller batches or smaller portions and uh and they come out pretty good i'll make cupcakes and uh you know and instead of if i don't want to go buy a cake for thanksgiving or whatever or i'll make a i'll make a few dozen cupcakes or brownies or whatever and uh just yeah. cook them up and then something that changes my routine from when it is i cook you know cook do a turkey or whatever it is or smoke a brisket or whatever it is we do you know, you know, try to change it up a little bit, but we try to keep some of the sides intact. We usually just change the protein, if that makes any sense. And sometimes it's a little yeah. weird, but you know, you can you can have basic stuff, basic you your basic Thanksgiving uh, sides with just about any protein. If you think about it, I mean, you can have bread dressing with 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 beef too, if you want. You know, you can have potatoes, mashed potatoes with with beef if you do a smoked brisket. I mean, yeah, you, you know, you can have a greens or, you know, you know, you can have green beans. You can have anything. You can have corn. I mean, shoot, it. It's basically just whatever you kind of want when it comes to size. Exactly. You know, and uh, cook what you cook what you like and. Uh, You'll you'll enjoy every bit of it. I mean, that's that's the truth. That's the gist of it. Um, what else? You know, I've been uh, I've been to well, at least in in my experience, uh, you know, they in Thanksgiving dinners or family get-togethers for holidays. You know, somebody always, somebody always, always, always whips up a fruit salad. I think it's called the ambrosia, yeah. the ambrosia, ambrosia fruit salad, salad with pecans and coconut yeah. and like the canned fruit yeah. drained and stuff with like whipped cream oh, yeah. with, the, with the cool whip, cool whip. Why are you saying, why are you saying whip? It's whip, 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 whip. whip. That's a Family Guy reference, y'all. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it's just, uh, something for, uh, 
that that isn't super heavy. Uh, it can be super sweet, but you know, less is more with that kind of stuff. And it, it, it you know, that kind of stuff goes good with pumpkin pie too. You know, or, you know, I I like eating it. So if you give me a piece of pumpkin pie and a little bit of uh, fruit salad on the side, I'm game. I'm I'm good. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, but what if you made a fruit salad with? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that might work. I don't know. Like puree, like take the ambrosia salad, but puree it all together. What would that be? I mean, that's gonna be a lot of mush, man. Mm-hmm. You would have to you. Well, you would have to blend everything first, and yeah. and then like, I'm supposed you're gonna get a lot of juice. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to strain or. You're gonna have to use a, oh, yeah. you know, you're gonna, but you're gonna you're gonna lose a lot of content when you strain. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna pull, you're gonna pulse everything. It's gonna release a liquid, and then you're gonna. I mean, it might work, and that's something to revisit. That's something to revisit, and maybe you know, maybe with like fresh fruit. Uh, some people you some people do it with fresh fruit. I've had it with fresh fruit before. You know, apples or uh, like piece oranges, orange supremes, and then like cher- fresh cherries and like the pecan and the coconut. And then I've had the canned stuff before, which is it's equally delicious. I don't mind it. I don't mind any either one. To be quite frank, you know, um, like I said, you put it on my plate with some pumpkin pie, and I'm good. You won't hear people out of me, and. Uh, so, you know, that's something to visit and be able to to do your mad science your mad scientist uh thing that you do, Zach. So that's all on you, yeah, buddy. Right. <laughs> one day I'll make that. It's gonna be one of my tests. You know. Uh find get your uh, guinea pigs together and let we'll see what we what what rolls out and see what happens and what kind of Very feedback cool. we get back you get back from from the from your <laughs> your food guests <laughs> slash guinea pigs, but yeah, um, I don't know what else. What else, man? What else do you cook during the holiday? What? Yeah. Oh, I mean, then, like when we go into the Christmas, I do tamales all the time. So. Yeah, and tamal. Yeah, you know, and that's that's big in in the RGV or just in in the Mexican culture. I mean, at least in northern Mexico, and I think I think I honestly I think in all of Mexico they they stick to that uh, some type of some type of tamales or you know some parts of Mexico they they like bacalao which is salt cod and they'll 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 eat the salt salt cod they'll prepare it and cook it and that's like a big they don't do they don't do turkey or anything they do salt cod it's a little weird it's different but. Uh, you know, to each their own. You know, everybody has different traditions. Um, I think you and I have grown up with to be fortunate enough to be able to have tamales and menudo and pozole, uh, yeah. and all that kind of good stuff. And um, so we're we're very we're very fortunate in that aspect. That I I I think so. Um, and uh, so that's always exciting. You know, tamales. Oh man. It's like, you know, 
it's like the never ending story of like how long is it gonna take and it's just a waiting game and once they're done well usually it's 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 a big family event and you usually get together and you're you're there making tamales all day long talking maybe maybe have maybe have pozole or menudo yeah so like something people have something to eat while you're while you're making all these tamales. You know, when uh, I was a little kid, um, all my aunts and my mom, they'd all get together, <clears throat> and some would make uh, tamales while the other ones would make buñuelos. If you don't know what a buñuelo oh, okay. is, is uh, it's a tortilla fried and then uh, sprinkled with cinnamon and sugar, and it's utterly delicious and delectable and crunchy and delicious but isn't uh, that usually like new year's like i yeah. always remember that like being a new year yeah, man that they, they, they used my 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 tias and my mom and grandma they used to do them on, in december too and during the holidays and eh, man you're but you gotta think that these people like these individual these ladies drink a lot of coffee and yeah. sometimes going oh, yeah, to, so. sometimes getting a lot of pan dulce and like that's heavy bread and not that the a fried tortilla isn't heavy but i mean mm-hmm. they're they're wafer th- i mean there's wafer thin crisps you know you know what they look like they're not thick they're not they're not you know they're drinking coffee they, they're making tamales and you know when it comes to that like they don't fuck around they make a ton of tamales a ton an insane amount you know, even if it's for a small amount of people, they make an insane amount. Like, they're trying to feed mm-hmm. an army because you'll be eating tamales for the next three months. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's just that's just how that works. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. Is there anything else that we're missing? I mean, other than... Uh, you no, know. I mean, like, what? Uh, I what what I do a lot of what so you were we were talking about uh we were talking about what I give away yeah and that usually changes like I one year I did uh Turkish delight I made a bunch of Turkish delight oh. I usually try to find one or two recipes to do that's new right and I keep a couple of ones. I remember like I that. Once in a while. I remember that. Good you yeah. did the Turkish delight. I remember that. That was good stuff. That was oh, good yeah. stuff. You know, different little snacks. Right. It, it's good stuff. It's good mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I think that's what you should do. Like, you should think, try something new. At least try a new recipe. I do a lot of research. I, <laughs> I watch a lot of food TV during that time because they usually have good recipes. For baking. Right. No. But and if you're ever scared, go to Martha Stewart. Like Martha Stewart's recipes always work. <laughs> you know? Uh, she she's a she's popular because she knows what she's doing or whatever. And so you yep. know, start start with something that makes you feel comfortable. I mean that's that's the best way to start cooking anything, period. You gotta cook with right. cook with what you're comfortable with and what you know, and go from there. And you'll be surprised that there's really not a whole lot of different difference between cooking something that you're comfortable with and venturing out into something a little bit different. There might be some extra steps, okay. but you know you'll get there. Repetition and yeah. be asking and being infor- informed and again, we're in the we're in the internet age where you can. You know, you don't even need to go to your laptop. You can, it's, internet's at 
the tip of your fingertips, you know. And if you're fortunate enough to have Alexa <laughs> or Siri or anything else, you know, you can always ask it and they're going to, you know, bring you, they'll show me I, holidays. I actually am, like, uh, for December, I'm selling, I'm going to be selling tamales and I'm also going to be selling goodie boxes, like my little tins of goodies. And you can pick what you want to put in them. Right on. That's cool, man. That is awesome. Yeah. You know. Make right. sure you make sure you do the salt, salt salted caramel cookies. Those are delicious. Yes, I will do the salted caramel cookie. I promise. But, anyways, we're gonna bring the this uh, episode to a close, and we want to thank thank all our listeners out there uh, for joining right. us. Uh, yeah, have a happy have a happy holidays. And uh, uh, we should be having another episode soon. I think we, we should just do an episode on Santa. What uh, are your thoughts on that? Well. Santa Claus, you know, I love Santa Claus. I, you know, oh, maybe we should do cookies for Santa. Yeah, we'll talk about making the cookies. Yep. All day You know, and uh, we might even throw in a gluten-free recipe cookie out, uh, cookie recipe out there for cookies yeah. or or what have you. Not, we'll figure something out, and uh, you know, maybe some some alternative for. Milk, if you're lactose intolerant, that isn't soy milk. Oh yeah. You know. Well now, well now they have almond uh, eggnog. I've seen it. Yeah. You know, so you know, talk about different alternatives, and uh, you know, they can be equally as tasty. Um, you know, just uh, you know, keep uh, keep exploring, keep uh, trying to learn something new every day. And, uh, you know, share it with other people. And we, we, that's what Zach and I enjoy about this podcast. We try to inform ourselves, inform each other, learn from each other, and uh, inform our, you, the listeners out there. And uh, so don't, uh, don't hesitate. Don't, don't, uh, don't be afraid. Just take a, take a leap. And, uh, you know, everything, everything, uh, We'll be all right. Cooking's fun. Make it fun and enjoy it, and you'll you'll be you'll be cooking right. up a storm in a jiffy. You'll you'll see. Well, mm-hmm. we will g- see you guys next week. Remember, stay hungry, be happy, and always be ready to eat. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>